All right, you guys, Think Bigger Podcast, Community Conversations. I am here with the two gentlemen that make up Prime NYC. Yep. Right? Yes. Comprised yes. of? Yes. Edwin Reyes, a.k.a. Yo Ido. Yo Ido and? Prav. Prav, man. Pravzilla. Prav, yeah. Yo, that's Prav-Zilla. dope. Man. Yeah, man, that's dope. So you guys uh, together are the foundation founders of Prime NYC. Yes, yes sir. So for uh, a lot of people... They, they don't understand that this is not a car podcast, right? Right, right? I think a lot of people in the automotive sector naturally just kind mm-hmm. of see that yeah, with me. Sure. And they just, you know, right, right, it, right. it makes sense to them. But it, this is not the case, you know. So we have everything from deployed military, yeah. housewives, yeah. parents, commuters, uh, Boeing engineers, police nice. officers, uh, guys wrenching on a Sunday. Uh, th- uh, these are the types of people who've given me mm-hmm. messages and feedback, and that's how I realize where they are and where they're listening. So cool. whether that be some kind of, yeah. you know, Spotify or Apple Podcast algorithm, I don't know how they even find it, but uh, you know, I'm blessed to have yeah. them listen. Yeah, and uh, awesome. so they're gonna get a feel for what Prime NYC is. Sweet. So let's talk about that. What is Prime NYC? Mm. In a nutshell. Um, we are trying to build community, right? Um, not, not only that, we're trying to be stewards of 90s Japanese tuning that some younger kids or people today may not be able to experience some of the, I guess, the cars that we've seen during like the late 90s, early 2000s. So we sort of want to shape how cars are being put together in that sort of instance. So Prime would be a representation or an exposure to people who don't know otherwise? Yeah, uh, especially in New York, because one of the things about New York that, you know, sort of is is something that at times is not really realized or forgotten about is the fact that we have, like, a pretty big thriving car culture here. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, you know... It's, it's not something that sort of like the general public or sort of non-car people know about. Like outside of the yeah. community bubble? Right, right, right. Right, you know? okay. So, you know, I've, I mean, personally, and that's why Prav and I kind of like vibe together is because like, you know, growing up in New York and getting into cars, I've, I've always felt like the, the culture here is so strong. And when I talk to people that are not from New York if, when I go travel to like you know around the world or another country or another state, I'm like, yeah, I'm into cars and I'm, I'm from New York, and they're like, oh, p- people drive in New York, <laughs> people people have cars there. What really? So so. But these are people non-New Yorkers, right? Yeah, yeah. For You're sure. getting somebody from just some other state, yeah, and they're just completely blown away. Right. I mean, right. there's also New Yorkers that are very much the same. Like even here. Um, and you know, at my office where we where we are right now, yeah. Um, you know, people ask me like, "Hey, so what'd you do this weekend?" I'm like, "Oh, I went to a car show. We did an event. We did some photo shoots." And they're all like, "Car show?" Oh, they just didn't realize that that culture existed. Exactly. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. yeah. So, so you know, the 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 purpose of of Prime is to sort of not only bring this out into the automotive community, but also sort of expand out of that and get it in front of the eyes that are for, of people that aren't necessarily. Um, into cars per yes. se you yes. know what I mean mm-hmm. because like you know car culture means a lot to a lot of people and you know for some of us it's, it's, a, it's an escape for some of us it's an art form right. and it's something that I think should be appreciated right. by, okay. by tons of people no yeah. matter if you're into it or not so that's sort of like the uh, 
sort of mission statement mm-hmm. of Prime, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so prop, same, mm-hmm. same thing, right? So, like, I mean, even cars, they it might be like an underground thing, right? It might be a niche thing. Sometimes in New York, it might be even more underground. Um, so, I guess one of our goals is to be able to find these people who share. Um, these these ideas and uh, in terms of how to build a car um, and sort of have them be part of that community. One such example is uh, a friend who um, I'll, I'll mention his name, Andy, who For was sure. building this REMMEA FD <laughs> and and doing his own thing in isolation. Sure. Uh, while blogging on like Minkara. Like yeah, the, Minkara. It's like a <laughs> Japanese car blog. You probably heard of it. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. right. This, but like, he was going the Minkara yeah, route but yeah. not anything all, local. Yeah, exactly. all by himself. On purpose? No, he had no idea that this stuff existed. Right. He was just doing his own thing on his own accord. So he's in his own world, oh. a fan, decided to use Ari Amamiya stuff to build an FD yeah. and didn't know that there were other people who would appreciate that locally? Is yeah. that what you're saying? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Oh. Then yeah. I don't know where he gets photographed by Anthony. Halcyon. Halcyon. I'm like, yeah. yo, you see this right here? Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw him, I think, was it Anthony's Instagram or yeah. Bulletproof? Yeah. I think Bulletproof Automotive posted him on Facebook. And I was like, this car's in local, local Jersey? in the tri Oh, you guys didn't know him either? No. no. Oh, I see. No. Because <laughs> I have some, I, I'm really uh, good friends with the Bulletproof guys, Bulletproof yeah. Automotive out in, in California. Um, and, uh, you know, they posted up photos of his car and they were like, Hey, this guy's out there. And it was like, period, correct. R.E.M.E.R. 7, you know, just like perfect. And I was just like, what the hell? I've never seen this car. Yeah. I'm pissed that you guys didn't even tell me that you guys were building a car. Yeah. Yeah. Bulletproof stickers all over and everything. And then Anthony posts Mm -hmm. pics of, of him. And then I, and then we went to like a week fest and Mm -hmm. I caught a glimpse of him in the parking lot, just driving by. And, you know, that's just an example of a, of a person that's super into the kind of 90s style of, yeah. of, of Japanese tuning and yet was outside of the overall sort mm-hmm. of community. And I think we actually invited him yeah. to display for like a previous uh, organization we were with uh, next to another friend, Ted, that he has a yellow FD. Yeah. So it looked like a great pair. Sure. Right? And ever since then, he's been part of that yeah. community. Yeah. The yellow yeah. FD from Regiment Zero? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Triple so OG. so basically what I'm gathering is that guy, that build, and that world, that bubble that he was in is like a microcosm of what you're trying to prevent in the future. Have Give people a place to all know about right, right, something right. that cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, it's kind of to give New York... And, and the tri-state area, an identity when it comes to this specific style of building cars. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, because and that style being what? Like 90s Japanese JDM tuning. Okay. Um, and, you know, obviously it's not only limited to 90s. We like, sure. like Kusha mm-hmm. and like you know, more modern style, sure, VIP, sure. Right, right. et cetera. But, you know, our focus, I mean, we're into like a bunch of other cars too, like Euro and, and, mm-hmm. and, and things of that nature. But like... Uh, you know, the, at the core, you know, Prime is, is very much about, you know, 90s Japanese style yeah. and car culture in the tri-state mm-hmm. area and other parts of the world as well. You know, yeah. so we share the same passion. We just kind of click, you yeah. know. So, but, but prior to us um, sort of starting Prime, you know, the culture was here, but it didn't really have like a, some sort of like 
identity. Like we had like local local meets and, and things of that nature, and they would get like, you know, you would have like some group of guys that are really into you know building a cars a certain way, and then you would have like the ratchet kids doing burnouts and all. This For sure, shit. Yeah. So, that's everywhere. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly. So so you know, it's just kind of like when we put Prime together, we wanted to sort of like have. Uh, establish sort of like a community mm-hmm. of, of like-minded individuals yeah. that is always sort of welcoming yeah. to others that want to join. Yeah. And for those that are not necessarily um, knowledgeable about the kind of style that we, we sort of are into, then, yes. you know, we like to sort of mm-hmm. help them get up to speed and just sort of like, reach you out, know, talk to someone. You know, for, for, for the premise that you guys are talking about, giving uh, people a a feel for the community mm-hmm. to know that they belong to something is it, it resonates very much with me because that's you know principally that's the same thing as the think bigger project right this podcast mm-hmm. that's what it's about you know and i think i think that premise is a very is a very profound one because whether it's art or uh you know sneaker wear mm-hmm. right, right. Uh, urban fashion cars or whatever if if someone or a group of people if everyone's going about it thinking of that bigger picture of the community, I think it's inevitable Mm -hmm. that they can all meet and blend, right? Right. And that's how you bring styles together. And that's a beautiful thing, right? Mm -hmm. So you have, you know, events like, I don't know, like Tuna Revolution, right? B-Boy competition, Mm -hmm. VIP, Rotaries, Euro. And so that's that's one way to bring everyone in one physical place. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't have to be a physical place. You know, Prime is doing it in a in a mental space, Mm -hmm. in a digital space, right? Where people can see your guys' photography. Right. right. So photography is a powerful tool. Mm -hmm. Videography and you know, like we're talking about Halcyon, shout out to Anthony. I mean, you see something like that, it gives you the the goosebumps, man. I mean the same thing with a nice still image. But, you know, like, videos have I mean, a... There's so much more power in that sometimes, yeah, man. Sure. Yeah, and Anthony, Anthony, Crispy, like, all those guys, like, we've been doing this thing f- for years. Like, aside from starting Prime, yeah. you know, we've just been in this community for, like, I don't know, I'm kind of dating myself Ten here, years? but... Hey. Many, many One years. years? <laughs> Probably got yeah. 20 years. In, in, in a very different capacity. Very yeah. different capacities, right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there's, there's times when I'm the one putting a card together. I'm the one helping someone put a car yeah. together, yeah. like bringing a car in, uh-huh. finding the part. Uh-huh. Um, I guess now we're at a point where we're not really doing as much for our own thing. Although I have like we both have our individual project project cars, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but we're not doing as much on our own. We're sort of like trying to build community, um, being able to do events, do cool things, be, bring people out. Um, and have people sort of get to know each other. Yeah. Um, being able to find the resources they need to reach their goal. And mm-hmm. oftentimes that goal is to get a car, build a car, do whatever it is that they, they want to do. Yeah. Drift, you know? Um, so in, with that respect, I think that's, that's our, our goal in terms of today as well as moving forward. Yeah. I yeah. totally dig it. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about the two pillars, yeah. Prov and Edwin, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So Prov. Right. Yeah. As an individual. Right. Right. Born and raised where? <laughs> so I so I was actually born in the Bronx. Yeah. Uh, lived there for a little bit and grew up in Astoria, Queens. Yep. Um, although I don't live in the same place I was before. Sure. I live a couple blocks away, but still Queens. Yeah. So Queens, I feel, has its own flavor when it comes to 
um, hobbies and th collection of things. Um, it usually starts um, from there, and it's very, I guess, uh, very niche, you know, like when it comes to clothing, okay. uh, the style, uh, how things are, even like how, how cars are put together within that area, right? So uh, I loved Hondas, like I grew up with Hondas, right? Okay, but how? Where? How? If what you mean? go back, Queens, you're growing up in different sections, you so, move, right. how did you get into Hondas in Queens? Hondas in Queens, interesting. <laughs> Where? So, okay, Try to so, find it. So Astoria, Astoria has a place called The Strip, right? Okay. It's Shore Boulevard, right? Right by uh, what we now call is the RFK, it used to be called Triborough. Around there, people used to just pull up, we'd hang out, see, see each other's cars. So that's, that was a meetup spot. Okay, how old um, were you at this moment, this, this, this time? This was probably when I was like 16, okay. 17, high school. So yeah. were you um, geographically close to that yeah. region? And you would just, yeah. at some point you were like, oh, look at these cars? Yeah, yeah. Right? So, so I, was, I was like, wow, it's really... I mean, the first time I ever saw like a really awesome car was in Thailand, right? Yes. Uh, I've always loved cars. Yes. But... The Dash Thailand car scene is crazy. crazy. It's been. It's it been. is crazy. It's been. I love the Thailand yeah, series. yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, I mean, that's the first time, right? Like when I was like probably uh, 10 years old. Okay, so there we go. 10, you yeah. go to Thailand, yeah, so and all of a sudden you're like, two. whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. There are fire cars everywhere. Yeah, yeah. All right. I was like, wow, this is this is nuts. Yeah. Um, but of course, I didn't think in terms of modifying cars. Of course. It's only in high school that I started doing that. Got like Turbo Magazine. Yep. Like what? A sports Compact Car. Sport the compact. classics, right? Those are the best, yeah. Um, and I, I read those instead of like studying, but you know. sure. Um, then started messing with cars. Like then LSV Tech came around, got my first Integra. Okay. And that's a wrap. Okay. So, <laughs> right? so Thailand, whether it be uh, GTRs or anything else, yeah. the the whole Japanese styling, yeah, yeah. is what struck you. Right, right. But then you know, so that's you're ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're in Queens, sixteen ish, yeah. and you just found yourself at the meetup spot. Yeah. Right, yeah, and it yeah. wasn't just Japanese. Sub specifically, yeah. it was Hondas. Right, Sp specifically Hondas. Okay, um, but then they're like, "Hey, you want to go to the races?" Sure. So, <laughs> I, I think I think uh, Edward can speak more to that because um, in this area you have a couple of places that are are hot, right? Yeah. When it comes to races, and yeah. Of course, we don't advocate racing, but that was something that is inherent in New York's. Automotive culture. Sure, sure. Right? Uh, Zariga, DPA, like even like parts of Newark or uh, in Yonkers up by like what's Central Ave. Those are areas that are, are like deep into racing. Yeah. Um, so we went out there. We watched the races. Okay, so we're, right? so where, how old are you the first time you go to one of these uh, street races? Probably high school, uh, 17, 18. Sure, sure. I was like, whoa, that's. Amazing! I was watching these like old starlets. Yep. Uh, with like rotaries. I yeah, like, man. Yo. Okay, we're gonna get like, to that. So I got spanked first time. Like, uh, like sure. I'm not like what the hell was I thinking, right? Yeah. Like, stupid Integra. And you went up against a rotary powered starlet. Maybe something like that. <laughs> we went to Mexico real quick. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and you got walked. Yeah, got washed. And yeah. Three hundred three hundred dollars later. Like, well, learn my lesson that's never ever gonna happen again. Okay, I was like, okay, cool, cool. All right, so, so then that was it. The it's at this point in time, full blown fledged addict, yeah, right? Magazines, anything you Loved can find, it. It. you're just taking in pictures and yeah. knowledge. Okay, what about you? Where did you grow up, <laughs> and how did you end up into Japanese tuning? Uh, yeah, so for me, it's 
it's a pretty, it's a very, it's a similar story. Mm-hmm. But uh, for me, um, so I grew up, I was born and raised in Bronx, New York, and actually still live there. Yeah, love the Bronx. Um, and uh, so for me, it started when I was, I think I was just a kid. I was in Puerto Rico and I was like twelve years old. Yeah, and um, you know, I didn't even care about cars back then. I was just yeah. like, you know, playing. Like, Yo, on a side note, the Puerto Rican car scene is, is it's vicious. Crazy. It's incredible. It's I love insane. it. Sorry, go more, ahead. More, yeah, more, yeah. Some of the most passionate people, um, especially with the rotaries. <laughs> um, so anyway, I'm in Puerto Rico. I'm in front of my grandma's house, and my uncle's there. And he's and I'm standing next to this car, and he's like, you want to drive this? And I was like, okay. And then he's You're like... You're not really caring. Yeah, I don't care. I'm a kid. I'm 12 yeah. years old, you know? So, so what, did he, what did he tell you to drive? It was an old... Toyota Corolla 1.8 is what they call yeah. it. Yeah. So so I'm like, okay. Sure. So I get in and like my dad, he's like tells my dad to get in the back seat and he's like, no, no, we're not really going to drive, right? And he's like, no, we're going. And because my dad thought I was just going to play on a steering wheel or some shit. Oh, but your uncle's like, no. Yeah, my uncle's like, yo, yeah, let's go. <laughs> and like, you're how old? I'm 12. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> So I'm like, okay. And I'm like, are you sure? And I'm looking at my dad. And my dad's like, nah. And then my uncle's like, yo, do it. <laughs> so I turned this shit on. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, let's go. And my dad's like bracing for stick dear shit. life. No, it wasn't stick shit. Okay, I was about to say. Back. All right. Yeah. So so um, what you call it? Um, so yeah, we just drove around the block, drove yeah. in the neighborhood and stuff. Because like back then, this was like, I don't know, early, uh, late 80s maybe. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, dating myself again. Um and we're just driving around the neighborhood. There's like no lights, no cops, no sure, it's like sure. whatever. And I'm just having the time of my life. Yeah, you know? like I almost crashed into something. You like yeah. pulled the steering wheel, and I was just like, "Yo, this is I love driving." Sure, right. So, so after that, I just I really wanted to get my learner's permit and all this other stuff. So I came back to New York, and that was like my focus. Sixteen years old, I finally get my permit, and then a friend of mine had a 240SX. Okay. Um, actually, his, it was his mom's car, automatic, but she let him drive it around and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this car's amazing. Let's, let's go for a drive. So we used to just drive around. And then one weekend, very similar, he goes, yo, let's go to races. I'm like, where's races? What are you, what are you talking about? Okay, how old are you at this point? This is like 16, 17. Okay. Yeah. So, so uh, um, we get our, our permit at 16 out here. Yep, so, yep. So... Um, so yeah, so I'm like, all right, let's go, like whatever. It's like so, so I actually had to ask my mom permission because it's like a late night. Thing. Of course. So we go out. It's like a Friday night, and I'm like, where are we going? And he's like, we're going to Hunts Point, and I'm like, what? Where is that? Yeah. You know, like you know, I'm, I'm still you know I'm growing up in 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 uh, in the Bronx, but I'm like into playing Street Fighter and shit. Like I'm not going around to yeah. I'm going to arcades and whatnot. So we go there, and it's in his dad had a shop, and his dad had like a old Fox Body Mustang or whatever. But he, but but the mom had the two forty. So we go into two forty, and we get to Hunts Point, and this is like one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Okay, even, even till this day, like we pull in, and Hunts Point is under like the the Bruckner, the Bruckner, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's like an elevated highway. So you have to go under the elevated highway, okay, and, and then you get into the industrial area. And once we got into there, there's like this iconic McDonald's that's just like, you know, everyone. That's where you go. Through. Yeah. That's where you turn into okay. Hunts Point. So you go in there and it's all a warehouse district. Sure. And just like literally hundreds and hundreds of tuned cars and people and just, you know, music yeah. and all this stuff. Everyone's just chilling outside. 
it's like that fantasy world that was painted in the movies. Sure. But in real life. <laughs> yeah. But back then, it wasn't like, like body kits, right? It was like no. starlets, Corollas, yeah. uh, fox bodies, you know? All sorts so of- you just roll into this, <laughs> you, this picture dream world yeah. of cars and people and bridges yeah. and industrial and kind of a raw urban feel. And everyone's just chilling outside their cars. Yeah. You got the music going on. Like, everyone looks dope. You got the hot girls there. And I'm just like... Damn, this is like amazing. Yeah. <laughs> this is the sickest shit I ever seen. Yeah, and then yeah, I was yeah. just like, "All right, this is my life from this point forward." <laughs> right. And then my friends like, "Oh, we're not even at the races yet." Yeah. So it's like, this is just the kicking spot. Yeah, yeah, that's just where everybody goes to chill. So we're like, "All right, so let's go to the races." So yeah. And we go further into Hunts Point, and Hunts Point had two like main strips that people raced mm-hmm. on. So we went to one of the, the main strips, and it's, it's literally like this straight road. And for the entire length of the strip, you got cars like parked up. Yes. Just like on both sides. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a line of cars just lining up to race yeah. um, at the top end of the strip. And you got a flagger there. Yeah. And it was like a two-lane road. So like the, the line would go up this way or one way and then they would make a U-turn to line up to race okay. Yeah. okay so it would just be like a constant cycle sure so we pull up we just park up and then I'm just watching this all night and yeah. like amazing come back like, like five in the morning yeah. <laughs> yeah fucking burnouts going on fucking people just like flagging yeah. Yeah, people yeah. screaming all yeah. this shit money runs all this <laughs> yeah. stuff and cops don't care right back then because like that area is like yeah Nobody's there. Other, other things to do, you know? There's no... The, the only thing that was there was a freaking strip so club, and I said... Did the cops come by and just keep going, or they didn't even come by? Like, it depended on the night. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay. So, so the cops would come and just make everyone scatter. Okay. Right? But that's the thing about Hunt's Point is that it was so big, <laughs> that's why they had two strips. So when the cops would come to one, people yeah. would scatter... And just go to the next spot. Yeah. Do the same thing. Come back. Yeah. All night. The sure, cycle. Sure. And then, uh, probably mentioned earlier, Zariga. So Zariga was another race spot, which is relatively close to Hunts yeah. Point. Okay. Um, it was probably like a five, six minute drive, but you would have to get on the Brunkner Expressway yeah. to get there. Okay. So if Hunts Point ever got too hot, everyone would go to Zariga and mm. just be like fucking racing on the, on the, on the Brunkner. Yeah. Just like all the way down to Zariga. Mm. And then Zariga also had two spots. So it was like yeah. kind of a similar thing. Yeah. It was like a, a cycle. Cops come here, go to the next spot. Cops come there, go to the next spot. But anyway, so, so that first night, you know, I just saw like the most amazing sight. Like I can't even... Just you know, I hope I'm doing a justice by describing it. But I mean, but you know, your first uh, your first exposure to it, you were young. Yeah. And you're talking about how it hit you like a ton of bricks, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So for both of you guys, having these two different boroughs, two mm-hmm. different areas, but having this this uh, exposure and inclination towards cars already from maybe mm-hmm. Thailand, maybe whatever, but the street races and that feel, yeah, and that yeah. vibe hitting mm-hmm. you guys. Did it make you guys start street racing? No. So it was just environment. Yeah. yeah. You never wanted to go line up. Uh, well, that's, after that's, the first loss, I mean, after three hundred, you were like, that was not my thing. <laughs> that, that was not my thing. So, like, all right. So my 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 thing is getting parts. Like, I like to hunt. Okay, you um, mean for like rare parts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I like I. So I learned at an early age where to find these parts for cheap. Uh, maybe I'll flip them, and, and once I flip these parts, I'll get something better. You know? Sure. So I, I found Yahoo Auctions yeah. super early. Yeah. That was like probably. So what were you using the translate like Babelfish? Um. So I, that's the, that's the interesting. So 
that was one of the first things I used. I also had a friend who could read okay. most of the stuff. So awesome. I would send this over and he'd read it. He had, of course, a Yahoo auction account because he had a, a, a Japanese bank account. So I'll just pay him. Oh, he that's uh, the super dope he, plug. He, yeah, exactly. He'll he'll auction. He'll uh, put it in that bin. Yeah, and it's Gucci. Like I, I get this part. It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you were snatching up these rarities, right, right. Through a homie, easy one to one transaction. Yeah. He literally yeah. was sitting next to me. Dope. As he as he this was is sitting. what it says. How much right. are you this, willing this to is pay? College, of course, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, of course, I didn't have that much money back then. Of course, but. I, I had these these small parts here and there, and I was like, "Oh yeah, this be this pretty." Okay, it's, it's that rush, right? Like, okay, I got that stupid oil <laughs> cap. I've been wanting forever. No, dude, the auction model is one reason why eBay is so massive. Yeah. Like that feeling of, okay, well, I'm willing to spend this much, yeah, yeah. but wait a minute, they're trying to beat me by five bucks. I'm not gonna let that yeah, go. Yeah, and yeah. you keep fighting each other. That, that ego comes up. It's yeah. like. I cannot lose yeah. my three dollars. <laughs> yeah. The 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 auction model is is powerful, right? right? right, right so right. so it got you hooked. Yeah, you got your Japanese homie. Yeah, he's yeah. helping you, and you were able to start yeah, that was snagging him up. That was, even when I didn't need it. I yeah. still, I'm still Yo, look, I have homies to this I'll day that buy it. parts for cars they don't even own. Right. They're like, one day I'm going to have this chassis and I'm right. going to be able to build the most fire one. And I'm like, you've been collecting parts for that for nine years. <laughs> you, you, you got a down payment to a house, bro. Yeah. I don't know. I, when I get it, whenever I get it, yeah. you yeah. know, it's going to be fire. Yeah, know? so like I have this uh, Tweety Z that I picked up maybe last year. Yeah. Um, so before I even got the car, because I've been, I was looking for a 280 for a while. Yeah. And I couldn't find something clean and within my budget. Yeah. But I, I, I ordered so many parts for it already. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, I had, like, all these parts laying around. So, like, I guess now, like, in retrospect, I should have, like, not done that. But Fair enough. But it's always been, like, an itch. You know, like, I get the parts and I, you get super motivated. And at some point, you're like, you put it on. It's like, ah, oh, it's so good. Um, when I put together the LS, same with uh, the walled kit. Yeah. I wanted a classic walled look. I found the, the walled wheel, the Duchat de Lettes. Yeah. I found the, the walled lip kit. I threw it all together once I got the car, you know? But I got all that stuff before I got the car. You, you look, man. I mean, look, <laughs> like, I get it, right? Yeah. So, so for, for, for me and what I've found with other people is there are builders that actually have more fun uh, sourcing, yeah. designing, and uh, building a car yeah. than actually driving it. Right, and right. that's a very difficult thing for some people to embrace because yeah. you know that archaic ideology of yeah. if you don't drive your car, it's wasted. Right, right. And right. I think, and I, w- I was actually talked about that in a previous episode, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, the one entitled I Did Not Build a Honda Prelude. Okay. Because everyone says that, and I'm like, that is the most, albeit maybe inadvertent. Yeah, it is yeah. the most small-minded, tunneled yeah. way of looking at it. The art of designing a car, yeah, or, sure. or if you're trying to do a catalog build mm-hmm. of, a, of a discontinued mm-hmm. part series, that the search yeah. and finding everything, and once you put it together, you feel complete. Right. Right, right. And I think people are like, well, why don't you fire it up and race it or drive it? Or You're like, how about you mind your own yeah, yeah, and yeah. let me appreciate yeah. this thing that I've assembled? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? When you build your own 240 yeah. how about you drive it, right? right? right, right. <laughs> so that's kind of a thing, you know, like you have the, the, um, the track guys, yeah. right, whether they be time attack road course or drag guys who are like oh you don't race your car so eh they're kind of it's like elitist right right, like oh you don't use it so who cares right Right, and then you have uh the the show scene where there are guys Mm -hmm. who 
they they want to show it off, right? right That's right. why car shows even exist right, because right, sure. people want to show their cars. Right. But then you have this whole world of people that don't want to own mm -hmm. that they want to win a car show. Yeah. So they're like, no, I build it for me. But then they're mad salty if they don't win. <laughs> You're like, come on, man. If you want to win, own that. You got to own that. If you want to win a car yeah. show, my whole thing is own that, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. and then it'll be okay if people if yeah, you get yeah. mad about it, people are like, my man's really wants to win. Yeah, but if yeah. you're like, I'm gonna build for me, I just yeah. do me, and yeah. then you're mad as shit yeah. if you get third. You're like, that's <laughs> not fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you got. That's what I'm saying. Like whatever it is, you gotta own that. Right. Yeah, yeah. If you just love sourcing the parts and and maybe putting it together a car, and once you've assembled it, you're like, yeah. I'm completely content. And mm -hmm. then you, I know people that have done that and then parted out a yeah. whole car. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because they're like, I, they open their garage door, they turn on the light, and they're like, my soul and my loins are tingling. Yeah. I'm happy, and it's not yeah. even really necessary right, right, right. to go drive it. Yeah, they're yeah. like, it's this image yeah. I've had it obsessed about yeah, yeah, in my yeah. head for a month, a year, ten years. It's complete. I'm yeah. happy. On to the next one. Yeah. Right. So like, I think there's like many facets in terms of being an enthusiast, yeah. right? Yeah, Absolutely. people who feel like they have to photograph every single car, yeah, right? Sure. It's like they're, it's almost like a, oh, a serial killer type of thing. They, <laughs> yeah. they gotta they take gotta photos of every, every car, right? every angle. Right. You, know, you like, mean from, you mean from like an event coverage? Just enthusiast, as a automotive enthusiast, okay. right? You have people who love to hunt down these parts. Yes. Uh, some people love making these small parts from scratch on yeah. their yeah. own. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the garage building right, guys. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Some people have the money and it's like, okay, build me they this. Yeah. The top and catalog. Right, right. Like, just slap it on. All let's that. go. <laughs> right. Some yeah. people love taking their thing to the track and basically ruining their car yeah and it's cool and it's that's, totally that's cool that's, that's what they want to do right, right that's how they enjoy cars so know? however people like like that part of their life uh, that facet yeah. i think there's certain aspects where we have to respect that yes you know? sure. uh, whether if they're not driving it hey they have the hit, they have their reason yeah maybe right. it's a show car maybe it's just a straight track a car. collector item right collect, collect like the item. people who knew what was going to happen with japanese classics right right, every, right. If, like, imagine if the guy who was like i really believe that 280z's are going to go up in value right, right. Or i really believe that uh, nsx is going to go up in value yeah. I, I don't know when Stop but i believe hurting. that it's going to happen imagine if that person was the type to be like dude nobody everyone says i don't drive my nsx <laughs> so i'm going to just drive it right. and then they went from probably getting 140,000 for their 92 now to getting 40 right, right because right. they drove it right, yeah, right? and then right. imagine that they're gonna look back and be like I knew it was gonna go up I bought it cheap and was gonna let it sit but because the forums yeah. and Instagram told me that I'm not yeah, driving yeah, yeah. it I drove it and I just lost 100 grand which is that is not an exaggeration yeah, yeah. that's literally what happened yeah. for the people that did that yeah, yeah right if you have a pristine Z you're going to get massive numbers for it. Yeah. Now look at what I ITRs are going yeah. for. CRXs are going for 30 uh, grand. Yeah, right? yeah, I saw that the other day. Right? So, so there you go, right? <laughs> you know, you have this, the, the, the real life appreciation mm -hmm. for these Japanese classics. Is, it's, it's there yeah. and it's going to grow. Right, right, I'm right. afraid to see what yeah. the next series of numbers are. It's, it's going to be crazy. Like yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, like, man. Some dude's going to pull out a CRX or a, I don't know, an, an 88HF or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And it's going to get like 50 grand. <laughs> and you're like, yo, that what? car was... $6,200 when you bought <laughs> yeah. it and you just got 50 racks yeah, off that yeah. it's gonna happen yeah. you know yeah. but see there you go you touched on something really important yeah. man and I think that many people when they hear you say it 
You know, mm-hmm. they'll be like, oh, yeah. But if you actually look at the way people are, they're not accepting of mm-hmm. that. Because when somebody says, I just want to, you know, piece it together. Mm-hmm. I just want to draw it out and make a real car out of this drawing in my head or on paper. And, and people do this one type of thing. They're always the people who are like, oh, that's a waste, mm-hmm. right? Especially if you're not racing it or mm-hmm. driving it, right? But you're right. It's not one or two things. Right, mm-hmm. the community is comprised of just like there so isn't many. just race cars or just show cars. You have right. VIP, you have Bozozoku, yeah, which yeah. is a combination of mm-hmm. well, look at the Japanese. Bozo is about yeah. the wildest shit on planet Earth, yeah, yeah. and they drive it. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a sixteen Quiet foot front shit. lip, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're just driving it. Yeah. Right, yeah. and then on the next extreme, you got the guys who will have a Lambo, yeah. and they'll put it on Light. crazy LED lights and yeah. slam it to the yeah. ground, and you're just like, wait a minute. In all intents and purposes, that's wrong, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. That guy's wrong, yeah. but yet they're doing it, yeah. and people are here doing it, and and that's that's very important. I think that you touched on something really important. The community is a very large thing, right, and right, people right. try to force it down. Mm-hmm. There's too many age groups and styles that that the providing an environment, trying to foster an environment of acceptance right. and um, and uh, intelligence is crucial yeah. because too many people uh even sometimes i think accidentally are um they they're they're overly critical mm-hmm. and they they compartmentalize yeah. right they end up categorizing someone and that person ends up feeling like they can't fit in mm-hmm. and, and for what mm-hmm. they love cars just as yeah, much as yeah. the next that's man. kind of one of the reasons why we yeah. going back to why we started prime yeah. is because like we want to there's people out there that want to sort of join you know, uh, a, a particular style or or some sort of, like, medium, like they want to race or drift or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you're trying to jump into the pool, but you're kind of scared. You don't know if you're going to do it the right way. You, know, you don't know if you're going to look cool, you know. So it's just like, you know, if if we happen to sort of come across you mm-hmm. and, you know, or not just Pravrai, but anybody in the community, it's more of like an acceptance thing. It's yeah. like, hey, so what are you into? You like this, whatever? And then, yeah. You know, and then we might introduce them to somebody that has built a car like that in sure. the US or yeah. talk about a, a, a notable car like in Japan or around the country that yes. was built in that style and sort of just get that conversation going. Mm-hmm. And then sort of like, it's also... Uh, um, Sort of to sort of establish a open mindedness. Mm-hmm. Yes, about, yes. About car culture. Mm-hmm. Good, um, good. Because you know, there's so many different facets, mm-hmm. even in the niche culture that is like Japanese car right. culture, right? You got, like you said earlier, the Bozozoku guys, the Lambos, the VIP guys, mm-hmm. the drift guys, the street drift guys. Like, there's so many mm-hmm. different types of facets. So it's like you know, I'd be like, yeah, I love drift cars, but I'm not an expert. Here's some blogs that I follow that are super dope about, you know, drift cars in Japan. Here's yeah. like shirts tucked in. Here's Nori Aro. Here's a bunch of other, you know, sort of outlets that you can use to sort of gain that knowledge mm-hmm. and sort of like inspire you to sort of like. And also to bring it back to Prime, like we, the showcase for us is the street. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's, it's, the street. Rawest, <laughs> it's the rawest part of having a car. It's meant for yeah. the street. Yeah. It's not meant for a show. It's not meant for a track, really. So we love to be able to see some of these show cars or track cars on the street. Mm-hmm. So that's why we always have our events as part of a very um, inclusive sort of nature. Yeah. yeah. Right? So the, the, we, we've had some purists. Who, oh, yeah. <laughs> who did not want, for example, Seventh Day, right? Okay. Um, there, there are purists out there who do not want any other car to be there. At Seventh Day. At Seventh Day. Sure. Right? Right. I understand that position. 
absolutely understand. Because it's seven sevens to celebrate sevens. They right, sure, right, right, for sure. But I also these people you don't know in the future they may want an arc seven. They may they, they might be trying to understand more about rotaries, yeah. right? I'm try I'm forever trying to understand about rotaries and how to make it <laughs> reliable so that uh, one day I'll eventually get one. Yeah, yeah. right. So, I mean, that's something we'll always try to have where we have inclusion within our events. Right. Um, but, of course, there's always a standard, you know. And, but also, at some point, we also want to have a safe event where these individuals, they, they, we know that they're responsible. They're always included within our events. Yes. Right? So, Street Icon, something we've done in the past, uh, Seventh Day, a whole bunch of other, you know, yeah. events, you know. Um, but these are things that we always like to include um, for our, our, our street showcase. Right. Okay, so let's do, I'm going to play the advocate, devil's advocate, okay. right? So you have an event, which by the way, from someone across the country, mm -hmm. and ha I haven't had a chance to be here on that date, mm -hmm. so I've never been able to experience it, but I follow yeah. all of the coverage. Oh, thanks, man. Okay. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that's the reason why I'm sitting here with you guys, mm -hmm. because a lot of the tenets of what you're talking about resonate with me very absolutely. deeply, because I care uh, very much about the culture mm -hmm. as a whole, right? Absolutely. The geography of it is far lower on the list of, of factors than I think people even realize to mm -hmm. me, because the culture... There is no geography to that, right? I mean, yes, Japan and U.S. and all that stuff, but I mean, as far as human yeah, beings that have it, 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 that, that's yeah. irrelevant, you yeah, know. Absolutely. Especially in the day and age of the internet, for sure, where we can yeah. all, you know, one person who's sitting next to Halcyon while he's editing is going to have the same experience as the guy across the globe who watches the final products, absolutely. right? So it's an amazing thing. I mean, the the power of the internet is is. It, it's impossible to overstate that, right? So anyways, you have something like Sevens Day, which is a fantastic event. I love it. When mm -hmm. I see the photos, I'm just like, yo, I'm going to be at one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's nice. just a matter of making yeah, that yeah. happen. It's yeah. going to happen, bro. Yeah, definitely. It's going to happen. Um, but my point is, you see it, you brought mm -hmm. it up. Sevens, yeah, the, the, the RX-7 guys, right? They, mm -hmm. Of any generation, they want it to be Sevens. Okay, mm -hmm. and, and it's understandable, right? Mm -hmm. And, and you're just like, but yo, this person who might be driving a stock car or a, or a, a GTR or mm -hmm. whatever he's in or she's in, mm -hmm. you can't really exclude them per se because they might be mm -hmm. wanting to get an RX-7. Sure. Okay, fair enough. They might even own an RX-7. Yeah. Okay, fair and enough. And you just think, sure, sure. Right. Okay, and I get that. What about, what would you say to the people who are like, bro, this person and this person, and you know damn well, they're just here to get in photographs. Oh, uh, just flex. Just you know flex. damn well <laughs> that they know they know the coverage the that this particular event gets, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they're just here to crash it. What do you mm. say to? How do you differentiate on an, on a personal level as you as prof? Mm. How do you decide, or do you decide how to even wade through those types of waters? Isn't that like a sense of like prejudice at some point? Like assuming that this person will be doing this. I mean, at some point. Are we all? The, I mean, at some point, like, whether you have an RX seven or a, a Skyline, mm -hmm. you're there to, to see some photographs, right? right? Yeah, like there, we can't deny there is that, like you know, um, a, a part of us that likes our, like the cars in photographs, right? So it's the same. It's whether it's the FD or the Skyline. Yeah, they, they both want the same goal. They have they want the photographs, but we also understand that. These people, it's a, it's the, it's a street event to begin yeah. with. Yeah, I mean, you right? you cruise through Times Square. Right. How are you supposed to stop a car that's not an RX seven <laughs> right, right. from getting in For there? Sure. Right, right. So that's the wrongest 
and in nature of that event. If it's something that's enclosed, maybe. Sure. Um, but we, I think we've sworn to not do events as it like. At, oh like, yeah, we've well, had some uh, <laughs> some stories there. Yeah. <laughs> and well, now is the time. <laughs> I would like to hear a couple uh, of yeah, them. Yeah, just doing car shows is. I have tons of respect for anyone. Who does a car show? Who organizes? No, no, no. I, have, I have lots of respect for someone who can do it well. well do it well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyone can do it. <laughs> Anyone and everyone does do it. Yeah, There's yeah. events all yeah. over the damn place. Someone yeah. who, you know, you got Tuner Revolution, First Class Fit, Man, Week Fest, like these sort of pillars yes. of the car show scene. Yes. Tons of respect for those guys. Yes. And um, then you have and then the you, others. You have the others and, you know... Actually, um, Joey from uh, Sticky Diljo, he put a, a great article up the other day talking about these sort of like, what do you call them? Like cookie cutter shows cookie cutter or something? Sh- yeah, sure, yeah, like sure. That. And there's tons of those out there where they just, they, they'll preach about how they want to bring the community together and support everyone and but blah, blah, me. blah. <laughs> but my interest fee is 100 bucks, okay? <laughs> and no, no free passengers, right? Uh, you know, and, and it's just like, you know, somehow... Those people sort of thrive and exist or whatever, but um, you know we have some experience with like trying to put a show together and try to collaborate with with folks that sort of had done shows in the past. Yes, and you know that all just kind of like didn't work out at all. It was just disaster basically. Mm-hmm. So so actually probably one of the worst days of my life to be honest. So from that point, I was just like, okay, I am never, never doing that again. Ever doing mm-hmm. a car show again. As yeah. far as organizing it, myself. sure, yeah. sure, um, because it's, it's such a challenge. So when these guys it's do a it lot involved and do it well, yeah, it's just like you know. And the thing is, like people don't even realize mm-hmm. this stuff. You know, like the, the, the back end work, the people but... that go to the shows, the the some of the the competitors. Yeah. You know, when they start, like if they don't win, they get salty. Yeah. They don't. They don't understand Dudging. all the stuff oh. that happens yeah, behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like you gotta get the spot. You gotta get the you know union costs, insurance, yeah, insurance, et cetera, sure. insurance, yeah, front the stuff. money. Get, yep. You know, front the money, bring the staff. All. There's so much stuff that goes into that. And nobody sees it. They're just yeah. like, yeah, I'm at Week Fast. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it was better than last year, but whatever. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. like, like, sure, you know, on a surface level, there's that. But, like, there's just so much that goes into it. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, I'm going to leave this to the professionals. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So let's, let's talk about that for a quick second. So you have these shows and then the uh, quote-unquote cookie-cutter ones, uh-huh. right? But yet, right, in the midst of that article, right, and any other ones, because uh-huh. people have touched on that before. That's yeah. not a new For thing, sure. right? Yeah, yeah. But here you go. Why do you guys believe that those that fall under the category of the cookie cutter, the shitty ones, there's no vetting process. It's just as many cars as they can get. Why do you believe that that thrives? Because it very much does. Why? Uh, why do you believe that people are willing to do it? I think... And pay it and support it. I think, uh, you know, you know, at the very sort of root level... You know, people want to just do something, right? So, okay. so people that are not really sort of well versed in, let's say, the culture of of tuning a, a car, okay. right? They're just like, oh yeah, you know, I bought some wheels, I threw some lights on my car, I want to go to a car show. Yeah. And there's like, that's the majority. You know, yeah, there's, there's by volume, tons for of people sure. Out there, they want to, you know, customize their car in their own way, et cetera, et cetera. And then they sort of build their, their own image as to like how the, a car culture, a car community is. And a lot of those sort of 
you know, for lack of a better word, cookie cutter shows that kind of like market to, to those folks. You yes. know, they're just like, all right, this is a car show. You're in, you're in. Mm-hmm. Come be part of the coolest thing ever, the biggest show ever. And then folks are just like, yeah, I want to go to a car show. I want yeah. to have some fun. And, you know, to be honest, they're probably having a great time. You know, they're probably just, you know, and more power to them. They, they can have fun. But, um, you know, it's just, it's just, uh, it's just one of those things where it's just like, you know, is this actually something that's going to sort of build into something that has a little bit more of a meaningful impact on somebody's life? Yes. Or is it just like, yeah, I just did this for a couple Saturdays and I'm never coming back again and I'm going to sell my car and get like a, you know, a daily yeah, or something. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. So, so that's sort of like the, the sort of. From my perspective, mm-hmm. the, the sort of yeah. difference, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm no expert in, I guess, human psychology, yeah. but it really boils, I think what it really boils down to is like one, that self, that acceptance, wanting acceptance, yeah. and two, narcissism, right? Our own narcissism, right? right? Like, I'll be honest, like, so one... Oh, it's like, totally true. Right, right. <laughs> so on the one hand, and it feeds the other, right? You have one part where you want to be accepted, right? So at some point, you want to be accepted into this community. And maybe a car show, for some people, that's their acceptance, right? right? Um, why is there a second class fitment, right? Like, I mean, yeah. as some people are yeah, like, yeah, oh. Yeah. The guys that can't get uh, yeah, in. Yeah, they, they, they get, like, they don't get the approval. And they're like, oh, crap, I didn't get in, you know? And they're angry. So that feeds into that narcissism, right? Yeah. We want to see photos of ourselves, for sure. uh, of our cars, right? And I'm trying to keep it real here, but I think those two really are the driving forces for these Coca-Cola shows. Yeah. yeah. These, you know? Um, and in some ways, um, in, the, in the future, if other shows come, come around, it'll still be the same thing. Yeah. You know, like 10 years from now, these cookie cutter shows will still be around. They'll still be there, or there'll be another version of it. Right. Oh, yeah, man. And they're actually probably making more than all of us combined. For sure. yeah. I mean, right? honestly, yeah. it's even transferred over into Instagram, right? You got these, like, repost blogs that just take every viral car video ever. They'll say, hey, tag 10 friends. Isn't this crazy? Yeah. Buy our shirts and stickers, by the way. And then they'll get, like, they'll buy, like, 10,000 million followers. And they'll oh, like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Oh, and, or, or taking a photographer's images. Yeah, yeah. Cropping out or water or, or, or just straight out brushing over yeah, the dude, watermark. We had that happen to us. Oh, all the time. Uh, a blog, uh, a blog, an Instagram account. Yes. <laughs> stole our photo from our Street Icons event. Yeah. They put that shit on a T-shirt and started selling it. And then we were like, some people started tagging us like, yo, what's, yeah, what's did good with this shirt, bro? <laughs> so, so then like all this chaos started happening yeah. because you know how Instagram is. People like to pop off. Yeah. And then, you know, I mean, this is a tri-state area. People don't play that shit. So we saw that and many people in the community just like called it out like, yo, you guys stealing our shit? Yeah. And you making money off of our stuff? Yeah. What's good? Yeah. And then, you know, things were settled, but... It's just that sort of mentality. It's just yeah. like, okay, people like cars. Yeah. I'm going to build something oh, to yeah. make money off of this. Yeah, yeah. okay, okay. So it, to touch on that, th- does that company or person or account or whatever still exist? Yeah, yeah. Still yeah. Okay, but that shirt stopped because people were like, you better stop that shit? Or I think they paid out yeah. the photographer. What ended up happening was okay. they, they purchased his image and they, you know. Yeah, so we, we, we'd advocate. We, advocate. we tried to advocate for that person who photographed for, for us. For sure, for sure. Right? Yeah. Um, that's something that uh, we'd always tried to extend. And, of course, I'm, I'm trying to keep it real. So, like, I'll, I'll call him out. And he's like, hey, let's talk. And, I, of course, they're angry now. 
they're angry that I'm calling them out. Right. I'm like, no shit. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm going to take this slide. Yeah, yeah exactly. you stole a photo. Yeah, They'll yeah. never notice I'm taking yeah. this kind of shit. It's like, bro. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. All right. So, so that company, that account's still there. Yeah, yes. still around. All right. And uh, so that particular scenario got settled. Sure. Yeah. All right. And... And that's just a mini version of these car shows, right? They take a formula, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but they'll accept anything. Yeah. Right. And the anything is by volume the majority. Right. So you have four, five, seven, a thousand cars in a parking lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it, what do you, okay, so how about this? You have the event that will allow any type or tier or style or shit mm-hmm. to be in a car show. Mm-hmm. And then you have the quote unquote upper echelon events, right. vetted filtered right. you have to be accepted right two three five hundred right well maybe you know maybe even a little bit less right just a few hundred of the best cars in a in a convention center mm-hmm. right so you have that up here and everything in between right how do you think that that we as the older generation the people who care more about quality and uh, execution details um, how do you think that we can help if we can mm-hmm. to educate other individuals younger or not to have more critical thinking skills and to care more about long-term execution and build quality rather than short-term narcissism attention and followers is there a way and if there is what do you think it is i think that's really hard given the climate today's climate because of instagram because of facebook i feel like that instant gratification of likes or what what have you <clears throat> perpetuates <clears throat> this build a car for one season sell it get something new you know yeah I also think it's it's not just a car culture thing it's just culture in general like subcultures in general they all have a very similar problem mm-hmm. and I don't even know if it's a problem to be honest it's just a, uh, a common behavior where you have like for example I'm really into electronic music as well and you have like these two factions. You have the people that are really into the artists and how they construct their, their, their music. Yes. And you know, what their sort of like mission is and what they're trying to communicate and what kind of feelings they're trying to get out of you. And then you got the EDM crowd, you know, the people that are just want to go to the show, want to go to the festival, fun, get the oomps, festival. Oomps, oomps. Yeah, exactly. They just want to be seen crazy costume yeah 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 yeah. so that's like the masses right okay so like you know on both sides of the spectrum people are enjoying themselves okay it's just you know the the there's only going to be a few people from the masses that might convert over to the folks that you know are a little bit more into the deeper side of things when it comes to their subculture yeah you know what i mean so like you know going back to the rotaries right like there's a lot of guys that really like oem look of an rx7 yes like you know it has to be pure. yeah the fd body's so perfect don't mess it up don't put rivets yep yep yep. but personally i love an rx7 that has an rem emia acl 37 porsche front end okay full full, like white body kit full rear tail light conversion everything you like that i love it okay but that's not my flavor though right but but that's true i respect i respect respect that you just said that because i think i hate it so, I personally so that's great. Yeah. But, you know, I don't hate that you hate it. Sure, sure, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I also appreciate the stock body lines, too. Right. So yeah, but I mean, like, for me, the perfect example would be, like, feed. 
you yeah, put some feed arrow and you're just like it's a good uh compliment yeah. right but but there you go like it isn't like oh you did the porsche front end you fucked your car up nah. right no. it's like yeah i wouldn't do that but i can dig that because, you did it yeah. for me you know and this is going to into like what i'm into i'm super into like jdm style yeah you know what i mean so so when it comes to like that sort of 90s bubble era jdm like you know race on the wangan type of style of cars yeah you know the smoky nagata the, the yeah, yeah, yeah the the re um amimiya style style cars like i just i, I love that i totally resonate to, with, with with that and connect to that a little bit more so you know i was like i used to what was the speedoptions.com back yeah. in the day Speed they options. used to post up all the all the tokyo auto salon yeah. picks and the first thing I wanted to see was the veal sidekick. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, what's the yeah, craziest man, shit in you know, Unibill this year? You know what's year? funny that you just brought that up because... Let <laughs> me see what AB... A- a- yeah, okay, well, a- so a- you guys are, you guys are, so you guys are in my head right now because I was just about to use a Mark IV Supra as the example. And I was about to bring up veal side and AB flood uh. because... The first time, so Vilside had that crazy front bumper yeah. that whether it was on an Integra or a Civic. The Shogun kid. Oh, the right. Shogun. <laughs> right. But what I'm saying is, is like, Vilside on those cars did not try to match body lines. Yeah. It was Vilside's body lines. Right, right. And you put it on the car, you know, you had a sloping hood and all of a sudden it was like, pop, 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 pop. Right? The front yeah, bumper is yeah, crazy. Yeah. But then Vilside did the Fortune wide body on a, on a Supra, and it was like holy so shit. Crazy. Or the AB Plug wide yeah. body, which was buff yeah, yeah. and those, chiseled. Those crazy lines. Those crazy lines. Yeah. And I remember the first time I saw that, I was like, "Yo, either of those kits in their own right yeah. was." crazy right, right, but then right. i saw the veal side kit for an nsx and i was like why would you do yeah, those yeah, headlights yeah, 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 so yeah. it's like you know each one just kind of threw me off yeah but in a good way and in a bad right, way right, right, right. but if somebody rolled up in a in a veal side wide-bodied nsx i'm like i don't like those taillights or those headlights but i respect that you you right, were right, able to right. source yeah. that yeah, and right. you decided to right. do it to right, your right, nsx right, right, right? and the right. style's so crazy yeah, yeah. like the first time i saw an ab flug super in real life i'm pretty sure that i drooled yeah, like I was a kid, a, and I rolled life. up, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" Because I'd yeah. seen it in a magazine, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But like you said, there's people, the purists, Mark yeah. IV Supra, Gracer front lip, yeah, yeah. and uh, OE wing, and if you anything else, you're really or just maybe, messing it up. And if if you're feeling you know raunchy, maybe a TRD wing or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's it. A little extra today. That's it. It's like I don't know, like outside of like Supras, for example, you can get like the Euro glass. Like headlights, yeah. Even then, somebody like, no, I, I gotta have the USDM one. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, dude. Cool. The first time I saw a, a, the back of a, a Supra and it had the angular exhaust, uh, yeah, right, yeah. coming uh, out, and the sound, I was like, I must have that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to this day, still haven't gotten yeah, it. Yeah. But I saw the first yeah, time yeah. you always see the tip pointing at you. Right, 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 first right. time I was behind the Supra. Wow, I wasn't ready for that. But I just saw the way they they routed it, and it was the HPS, and it was just coming out at a forty five degree angle, and then this. Yeah. The Supra was obviously modified right, right. when I heard the note, yeah, yeah, and I yeah. was hooked. But I was a kid; I couldn't afford any of it. Yeah. But to this day, man, it just those cars, RX7s, yeah, yeah. man. There's a tone. Yeah, Each similar, one has its own tone. Similar you know? to the SW20 MR2. Yeah, man. Right. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, so you know, it's just it's just a different sort of mindset when mm-hmm. it comes to you know Thing. how you want to do something or educating somebody into doing something in a certain way because. Just because I like it doesn't necessarily right. mean it's the right way to do it. Of course. Maybe you want to do it your way, but this is what I like. And also, we're not saying we're all-knowing either. No. I feel as though 
we're also learning, right? Yes, for like, sure. We are not only trying to help people, but we're also learning as we're going along, yeah. right? I think that's the most important part. Uh, when people preach, when people say that they're educating people, I feel like that's like almost top down, right? right. And I think for us, it's not like that whatsoever because we're learning also. Yeah. This person who's been at this, I don't know, putting together like an R32 or something for the last eight years, even four years or whatever, can probably teach us a couple of things about cam timing or something about yes, the RB. Yes, yes, yes. Or like, you know, um, so these are things that we are open to also. Yeah. We love to be able to learn. I think uh, as enthusiasts, we have to be able to be lifelong learners right. when it comes to like cars. As with anything in yeah, life, yeah, man. Absolutely. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. But okay, so you know how we were talking about earlier about the whole, you know, uh, a narcissism and yeah. acceptance, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so acceptance is a very innate, natural human inclination mm-hmm. to feel loved and accepted. Sure. I get that, right? But narcissism, right? Uh, clout chasing, which is the more urban contemporary yeah, way yeah. of saying it, right? <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that for a second because... Like I said earlier, I always, I always want to hold people accountable, right? right? And they should hold themselves. Forget me. You need to hold yourself accountable. Mm-hmm. And if you are in it for the attention, own that shit, mm-hmm. right? Just say I'm building my car as bright mm-hmm. and as low and as loud and as wide as I can mm-hmm. because it gets the most attention. Mm-hmm. Don't try to justify it to the community and yeah. to yourself that you're trying to design new geometry and push the boundary. Shut up. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Just say that you want it to break next. Yeah. But yeah. nobody wants to really say that. Yeah, yeah. But look, let's talk about an event that has turned into a cult crazy <laughs> phenomenon <laughs> of swarming <laughs> narcissism yeah, yeah. and sheer debauchery. Yeah, yeah. And we're talking about H2O. H2O. <laughs> okay, so you guys peep, right? I'm from California, but I've been a, a photojournalist and, and I've written for yeah. Super Street and Importuner and Modified and, yeah. and Honda Tuning. So I put my vein on, on the culture mm-hmm. in a more broad, a much more broad way, mm-hmm. I think a little bit before maybe other people. Right. Forums, though, you know, you would just be introduced to people's builds. Whoever was taking photos and had a point and shoot, right. and they could upload to like you know Flickr or Photo Bucket, mm-hmm. and they were able to host it, and then the, all that world, right? Okay, fine. But the first time, as I was a Honda guy too, right? Mm-hmm. But the first time I, I was given the opportunity to write for, let's say, Import Tuner, mm-hmm. it wasn't a Honda. So you know, this is you know, 10, 12, 15 years ago. Yeah. You have to study and learn. Have to break away so, from that. So it gave me the opportunity, and even though it still made me want to build my own cars. Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to, in an, in an academic fashion, much less in an artistic fashion, appreciate VIP cars mm-hmm. and race cars and drift cars years ago, mm-hmm. right? So I, I've been able to appreciate that in a way that I think other people inadvertently kind of get, they get stuck in their bubble, mm-hmm. right? You have, to, you have to keep that open mind and right. you have to do so in life consciously because mm-hmm. if you don't, it's easy to get in a tunnel, mm-hmm. right? So I've been able to appreciate things and so paying attention to the, the um, global, but you know, just just the whole East West thing, whether because of hip hop or because of whatever, mm-hmm. it's always been a little bit. I think a little bit more um, accent, accentuated mm-hmm. than it really needed to be, right? Because, like I said, the geography is sort of irrelevant. It just so happens that you guys are in a place where, for about two two and a half months out of the year, you go kind of car crazy because mm-hmm. you've been frozen mm-hmm. for you know Get for antsy. a while, yeah. right? Yeah. So so you know, in California, we have the climate in which. 
you know, uh, race and show season is about yeah. 11 and a half months out of the year. Because it barely rains and oh, snows, boy. right? Yeah. And you guys over here have these times where you got about two months mm-hmm. to go wild, right? Uh, like, like the Chicago heads. Mm-hmm. They have about two months. Yeah. And other than that, the cars are in a, in a garage, ice cube, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, so for me, it, it, was, it was a little bit more natural to start focusing on builds regardless of where they are. Mm-hmm. So yeah. out here... I've always known that the drag racing scene was crazy. Mm-hmm. I used to drag race. Mm-hmm. I used to go to the street races in, on the mm-hmm. West Coast in Cali when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a very similar story. Sure. You roll up and cars are lined up and mm-hmm. there's like super fine ass women yeah, yeah, with their yeah, like, yeah. you know, gangster boyfriends. Yeah, 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 and you're yeah. rolling through and you're just <laughs> like, like I, I want to be that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and with, no matter what it was, right? right? But I always knew that the, the Ricans out here were building wild ass yeah. rotary cars for like the last 30 years. Yeah, right? They've been sure. doing it. And then, you know, obviously, shipping them back and forth right, right, and then right. florida not having emissions so guys are doing what to this day yeah. wildness out there so i'm over in california pretty much the worst state to be in for emissions <laughs> and dot and now gas well, yeah. <laughs> yeah the gas thing i'm so used to but like even dot yeah, right yeah. you're talking about glass versus Bar. plastic yeah. uh, headlights jdm headlights yeah. and if they want to give you a ticket dot ticket oh wow because like that doesn't have alignment nipples oh, like wow. on eg6 yeah, yeah, right yeah. u.s headlight glass nipples Right, Japanese yeah, headlight, no, no, plastic, yeah, yeah, flat. Yeah, right, yeah. And there have been cops who are like, that's not legal. If they really want to. If they really <laughs> right, want to. Yeah, Crash right. bars, subframes, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff, right? So that's why if you're gonna bring a car in, that's why, you know, you bring it into Jersey or Florida. Yeah, yeah. You don't bring it into California. <laughs> yeah. Registering yeah. it in California is drama. Uh, you know, it's just drama. So um so I've always kind of appreciated in a certain way mm-hmm. what you guys have had going on out here. Mm-hmm. And, and more in the last uh, five, seven years, mm-hmm. I've been able to experience it because I've, I've been starting to work with various event series mm-hmm. nice. that are you know, like Tuna Revolution, right. which in 2019 has 10 stops. Yeah. Right. Wow. Only yeah. one of them is Southern California. Yeah. So that's now nine cities mm-hmm. outside of where I'm from. Yeah. That I get to live and breathe the culture with the locals, mm-hmm. if you nice. will, right? Yeah. And then I work with uh, an event series in the, in the UK. Mm-hmm. So I've gone to London three times this nice. year, Belgium, Germany, the Nürburgring. Is it MIMS? Or- yeah, MIMS. Yeah. So I get to see them, the them, players. the people that you would see on Instagram sure. or forums back in the day. Right. And I'm there uh, shaking their hands and getting to experience yeah. it. Because nothing beats... Like right now, I get to sit here with you guys. Mm-hmm. I could have scheduled a call. Mm-hmm. We could have done this exact thing on the phone. Yeah, but sure. it's better to be able to sit with you yeah. guys yeah. in New York, yeah. right? And be able to have this conversation. Absolutely. You get that same energy. Yeah. Exactly, totally you know? Agree. So for me, I've been able to have my, my, my hand on the pulse mm-hmm. of the culture as an individual enthusiast, as a journalist, and as a, you know, a person who has very similar goals mm-hmm. as far as you know, opening arms wide and bringing Mm -hmm. everyone together Mm -hmm. because it's not about who's elitist, who's racing and who's not. And you're a show car. You don't daily drive. I hate that. It's just, it's so much broader and more profound than that. Right. Cause it can be, cause it can be a way to really bring people together. That's what it's all about. Whether it's, look at, look at, um, streetwear, right? right, right? right. Some of them swear that it's about community. But it's the most you can't sit with us thing I've ever seen, right? There are certain groups they try to act like, but yo, they're yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Automotive world is just there's a lot of, of elitist grouping, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's great to see people talking about how they want to uh, help shatter that yeah. those walls. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's important, yeah. you know. So it's really great to to see the the premise and the energy from you guys as 
two automotive enthusiasts that came together to create Prime, right? Yeah. So you have Queens and you have Bronx. Bronx. Yes. So I actually want to touch on that. How is it Queens automotive, Japanese automotive mm-hmm. enthusiasts, Bronx automotive enthusiasts, how do you guys find each other? How did you guys become acquainted oh, and then Providence? become friends? Yeah. Uh, I remember this, actually. It was... Uh, so... Before Prime, I was part of a, another organization. Okay. And um, we had an event for uh, the JDM RC RCs, drift cars. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, we this was up in Yonkers, I mm-hmm. think, or yeah. uh, uh, New Rochelle. Yeah, New Rock City. Yeah, New Rock City. So we went there and, um, you know, we were just there or whatever. And then I started talking to Prav and I was yeah. just like, hey. Just, you just randomly? Yeah, like just he's started, just an enthusiast just, there with he, you? He was just standing next to me. Sure. So I was like, hey, what's up, man? Uh, are you into cars and stuff? Yeah. And it's just like, yeah. And then, uh, you know, we just got to talking. And then at, at one point, you know, I, I think I mentioned that I went to Japan and um, I went to auto salon and all this other yeah. stuff. And you're like, yeah, I've been there. Yeah. I did that. Cool. <laughs> like, cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that was like the first time I ever met another person in New York yeah. who went that far. Sure. Who yeah. went to Japan, who went to like, you know, you went to Germany or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You did all this stuff already. Yeah. And and I was like, whoa, this guy <laughs> actually, because he, he actually knows what he's talking about. Because some of the, the, the people that I was hanging out with, um, I was the guy. I was the guy okay. that, that was like into JDM yeah. and like super specific stuff. And yeah. have been to Japan and did all this other stuff. Like, so people would always ask me this stuff. And then when I met Prav, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, shit. Yeah. I'm going to learn from <laughs> this guy. Okay, yeah. word, word, word. Because he, he's done all that stuff yeah and it's the first person i ever yeah. met that actually you know can we can talk on the same wavelength or whatever yeah and then from that point on it, it just kind of like we did meets and shows and so you know, so you so. said that here it is a person who's been to these far regions yeah is into things and i can learn from them right, right, right. which is you know ironic because for a living you teach right right exactly okay yeah. so were you a teacher or professor at the time uh, he met you or were you working towards being that academically, or what? I was actually teaching high school so that, at that time, so I was a, just, I was a high school biology teacher. Biology, but like, I mean, my my like, I don't think I wanted to teach him anything. But like, I think not that I just inadvertently. Sure, sure. But I think I think it You're was like, just who's like, this guy? I, I think it was just <laughs> <laughs> just do shit. Yeah, I, here. I, like, <laughs> I think it was just a mutual like conversation, right? I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. this guy actually has been there too. Yeah, yeah, and so yeah. like, of course, I'm one of those weird dudes who like. I'll try to like say something wrong to see if he'll catch me. Uh, I I don't think you you caught that, but you actually corrected me, which is like okay, cool. (laughs) So you were testing. I was like, like, bullshit. You were testing. You said like you were there like I think two years ago, Uh, and just so happens I was there two years ago. Oh, I don't I don't remember what it was, but I remember. Just testing to see if, he's, if you're bullshitting. Yeah, I was yeah, like, okay, he wants to bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So nice. I, I, can totally, uh, I can totally mess with this guy. Yeah, good. we could have totally... Oh, you didn't even know that he did that. No, that's the first time I heard I about see. this. But, 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 like, I see. As a Queens kid, that's what you do, right? I see. You want to make sure that they're not yeah, full of you. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, like yo, if, if, if that's true, I'm, I'm walking away. Okay, so yeah, you passed <laughs> the low-key test. All right? And here so we you are. guys became friends, right? Yeah, yeah, So you were high school biology, but obviously, like, super deep in the cars. And then, you know, you end yeah. up working into an upper echelon of academia, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah. what do you teach now? Um, so, as of right now, I teach education, education, and education policy. In the so, in the context of uh, science education, so what I do is pre- I prepare teachers for uh, the classroom. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. On what level are they teaching? Um, so that would be high school. High school. Those, those, those uh, teachers would go out into high school bio. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then you have evolved from attending the braces to now being uh, a staff member at the world famous. Yes. The New York Times. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What is the title at the New York Times? Uh, my current title is engineering manager. Okay. And what does that entail? Uh, engineering manager is basically, we work on the tech side of things. So we sort of, we're responsible for like building the websites and the yes. ads and the sort of managing all of like the data and things of that nature. And then we work really closely with, um, a lot of the sort of graphics team here yeah. to sort of, uh, you know, bring some of these projects to life. So, so a lot of times, uh, somebody in the graphic world, it doesn't necessarily understand how the technology works. Yes. And my background is both in graphic design and technology. Yes. So um, I actually started at this company as a graphic designer. Yeah. And then sort of moved up and moved into the engineering world because I sort of saw this sort of gap where like some of the designers weren't really understanding where the developers were coming from and vice versa. And they were just like clashing all the time. It sounds like engineers and mechanics. <laughs> Basically, right? <laughs> so, so, so I'm just like, all right, um, I just kind of ended up falling into this place where I could take what you know what both sides were talking about and yeah. sort of have both pieces fit properly yes. without having any sort of clashes yes which allowed us to be more productive etc et yeah i can get into the corporate talk but but uh so so yeah i've been here for a long time it's probably like eight and a half years or something yeah um so so yeah you know it kind of dabbled on a lot of different things no but, you know what i think is amazing yeah. about that in two different ways you guys are able to to kind of be in control of very, very profoundly important things. Mm -hmm. So one, you're educating teachers mm -hmm. who are then going to educate youth. Mm -hmm. And you, albeit a little bit more on the technical side of things, right. you are in control of, uh, of a segment of information dissemination sure. that is, I mean... You could have the most vital piece of information, but if it's not presented in a way that someone wants to digest, yeah. they're going to skip it. Right. So in ways, you guys are, are, are in touch of information and in control of how information reaches people. And that is majorly powerful. It's you. so it, – it's important, man. For sure. That people embrace the, the, the profundity mm -hmm. of what you yeah. guys do in these very different ways. Yeah. You know? it's, it's, it's a very interesting sort of place to be because um, – you know, we also have uh, generational thought processes, right? Yeah. So you have folks that are like, you know, straight out of college. You have folks that have been working here for 30 years. Yes. Uh, and the thought process of mm -hmm. both is something that you need to sort of, you know, pay attention to and understand how somebody is going to absorb a certain piece of information or a certain way that somebody said something, you know, for, for one person... This could be totally fine, but for another person, they would be offended and say, hey, what, yes. why are you trying to say it? Yes. You know, so, so, so my role is sort of making sure that those lines are sort of managed and, and, yeah. and understanding that, you know, everyone has different needs outside from their skill set. Yes, yes, yes. Thought process mm -hmm. and their career goals and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So. Yeah, and while some people need a huge amount of context to be able to do their job. Yes. Um, some people, you have to compartmentalize almost and just have them focus on just these couple of tasks or, or work areas. And at some point, they'll eventually move on yeah. and be able to work together as a larger group. Yeah. Um, I mean, aside from just teaching, I also have to do uh, research requirements that 
utilize that sort of area yeah. to com- compartmentalization. So a group of three people would maybe work on a project, then the group of three people work on another project, so they'll work on these individual projects for like maybe a couple of months, then we'll move on to phase two. Now we're merging those two sort of uh, end products yes. to move on to the next phase, right? Yeah. So that's those are the things that we have to think about. And I think that has a lot to do with like cars also, right? Like. Um, if you're putting a car together, you have like you know your engine builder, engine person. Then you have your paint, your body. Paint, yes, right? yes. But at some point, it's gonna have to converge. Yes, you know? and that's something that takes planning. And I think a lot of what we do in our day jobs or or, or, or day um, day things, we sort of also funnel into car stuff. Yes, you know, especially when uh, dealing with Prime, um, we're putting together like this award for first class fitment. And we've been sort of use, utilizing some of our, our I guess, everyday, uh, I guess, uh, um, things that we do where Edwin does most of the graphics work. Yeah. Uh, and I can actually, I, I'll physically get this done, you know. Yes. So these are things that, uh, I guess, we utilize on a regular basis. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so the, the, the amount of subject matter mm-hmm. that we've touched on scratching the surface (laughs) but but it's amazing to be able to be with you guys as someone from across the country to sit here and get a feel from native new yorkers and have such geographic separation Mm -hmm. but the love Mm -hmm. of the automotive culture and the inclination to help um, bring people together mm-hmm. and yeah. educate them mm-hmm. in a both uh, principle fashion and literal. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's literal knowledge to learn, sure, and then sure, there's sure. concepts. Mm-hmm. Right. And critical thinking is it's scary to me how that's dwindling. Mm-hmm. And, and oh, you, we sure, need to right? help stimulate people to be able to think for themselves. You give them concepts, and they can do something with it. Yeah. Versus giving them, you know, one of the key things I always say is the think bigger project is not about telling people what to think. It's about teaching them how to think. And then they can go and draw their own conclusions mm-hmm. and build their own world, you know? And it's great that you guys are, are like trying to, like you said, be stewards mm-hmm. yeah, and foster I mean, an environment. You know, it's, it's uh, there's also these like sort of stereotypes that we're trying to get rid of. Sure. So, for example, car people, right? We like cars, we like to drive. And then you come across a, a police and everyone's like, F the police. Oh, these guys, they are trying to get me down. All this, all this crap. Right? Yeah. And that sort of that's also a, a bit of a stereotype, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, you know, when we do our events and we, we come across, you know, our events are c- completely raw, right? Okay. So it is attend at your own risk. Sure. The cops are going to be there for sure. Yeah. Just don't act up. That's yes. why, you know, it's kind of like a, a, a an honor system, a sort of trusted yes. sort of network of people that invite people in. Yes. But, so, so recently we had... Uh, it was actually not our event. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Central's uh, pregame event, mm-hmm. okay. which, which is the organization that we used to be a part of. Okay. Um, but there was a, an incident where the police showed up. Yes. And, you know, initially everyone's always like, oh, my God, what the hell's going on? Okay. Right? And, you know, the cop, he got out of the car. Yes. Walks over to the guy and he walks out of the car really aggressive and he's just like, whose car is this? And he points to this R32. Yeah. And the guy's like mine like he just raises his hand and he walks up to the to the the cop walks up to him like you know and everyone's like oh shit this guy, sure. some shit's about to go down mm-hmm. right 
and he goes and he just puts his hand out and he's like nice car man yeah. <laughs> and then everyone started applauding and yeah. like enjoying that right so mm-hmm. so I'm seeing all this stuff happen and you know I really enjoy like putting up Instagram stories with yeah. context sure you know? sure so I'm seeing all this stuff happen and it's not just like you know obviously there's a bunch of sick ass cars there and, and, and everything but just seeing that scene happen one of the one of the I was actually like moved to myself because I'm like these cops are like real people they like cars too. yeah yeah they're just doing their jobs obviously we're not supposed to be here but yeah. it's not something that we should be entitled about you yeah know? so they come out they, they shake hands they, they they enjoy and he actually put a siren on and everyone started cheering which is the craziest shit i ever seen yeah um so i recorded this and i put it up on my instagram uh, on a prime instagram and i was like the cops showed up we 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 uh, they they put their sirens on and everyone cheered for them. Right? Yeah, you guys stop falling into the stereotype of cops hate us. We hate cops mm-hmm. because some of us are cops. Yeah, some of us in oh, the yeah. scene are yeah. cops. And the same thing happened to in Seven's Day. We we did an event. We were up in Harlem, mm-hmm. which is an OG like um, a spot. spot yeah. yeah, which was uh, used to be organ. Well, still is right. Yeah. But, oh, you, you met him last week. Uh, you were there, Rob. V Race Works. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know Rob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so, uh, so that area. Yeah, yeah, by Dinosaur. Right, right. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that area- two years ago when I was out here, I was over there too. Oh, nice. That's yeah. So I'm, I'm, I, I love the, the arches yeah. Yeah, and the yeah. feel of that end of that end area. Yeah. It's dope. So we did Seven's Day and we went over there and it was like the craziest shit I've ever seen. So packed, right? <laughs> and. Cop pulls up. Yeah. People are freaking the out. Paddy wagon. Yeah. Right? This freaking guy, he puts, he takes out his speaker, he takes out his phone, and he starts playing Fast and Furious theme song. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> and it was just funny. Yeah, it, was like, it was hilarious. This guy just wants everybody to leave. Yeah, He's not yeah. going to give tickets. It's just, like, funny. You know? Yeah. So, like, he gets it. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, the stereotype of, like, we hate cops and all this other stuff. Yeah. Like, like that's another thing that is just something that we need to sort of change. You know, using your the, the podcast I'll think bigger about, right? Uh, yeah, it's absolutely. Like, get man. over it. It's not cops don't hate you. We don't hate them. If you're acting like people, a people, man, we're all people. You know, obviously they're gonna pull you over. Yeah. So just act grown. No, you know what? The other night, man, I was out in um, in Harlem. Yeah. And people are parking, and you know, you also end up having to double park a little bit. For sure. Triple and so park, yeah. we're we're out there hanging out, and um, when um, it wasn't an officer, but a. Uh, I don't know what the proper term. I don't want to call them the meter maid, the enforcement. You know, the parking traffic, enforcement guy. Traffic, traffic cop. Yeah. Well, he wasn't a cop. Oh, okay. You okay. know, but like traffic a city officer, dude. The, you know, so he rolls up, and then everyone's like, "Ah, shit!" You know. So you know, the guys who are double parked without without even the hazards on. Mm-hmm. So a couple of them pull out, and the guy hops out of his uh, you know city vehicle, mm-hmm. and he comes over. He's like, "Hey, um, wh- what are you guys doing here, right?" Yeah. And, you know, a couple of us, you know, oh, we're going to go eat a dinosaur barbecue, right? Oh, oh okay, no problem. Uh, you guys doing some kind of meat or something? And we're just like, do we say yes? <laughs> do we say no? Yeah, we're just hanging out until we go eat. And he was just like, nah, man, I have a, uh, I have a, an SI with a K-Swap, man. I'm a, <laughs> yo, I'm a car guy and I'm exactly. a Honda guy. These are some beautiful Hondas. And yeah. we were like, hey, hey we're exactly. start cheering yeah, and yeah, clapping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and he stopped for a little bit and, yeah. and there you go, right? Yeah, if you're yeah. immediately like, oh, man, fucking leave us alone. We're yeah, just here. Yeah. Mind your own business. Yeah. You'd never know that he's a fan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so that, I think that's that's the sort of thought process that I think the younger generation or even not even young like the newer or or people that are newly into cars need to sort of start thinking outside of the uniform yes think about the person they're people we're people so it's just like you know if you get pulled over like hey are you into cars yeah you know know, just 
try to make a, a, a connection with them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then going back to what we were talking about earlier with H2O, right? Yeah. So we're out there, and I did the same thing with the Instagram, mm-hmm. like, you know, because we rented a house, and this is my first time H2O. Okay. Probs last I've been there in like there, 10 years. This 10 years ago. Before Stance, when it's mostly Euro. Yeah. And, and back, you know, my you know, friends always told me every year, come, 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 and I'm like, I ain't going to shit, get out of here. So this year, I don't know why, but for some reason, I really wanted to go. I, but I felt that. I was like, this is going to be the last year it's going to pop off. You know? So, you know, I feel like H2O is is one of those places that is sort of like, you know, um, a, a congregation of, of people that, you know, both get it and, and for lack of a better word, don't get don't it and get just want to act up. Yeah. So, you know... We rented a house that was like kind of far from all the stuff. Yeah. Suddenly, the ratchet stuff starts happening right mm-hmm. in front of our house. Just incidentally, because it's the baby strip, right? So yeah. we were on Baltimore Boulevard, which is described as the baby strip. Yeah. So while the cops were like busy taking care of the main, the the main, main strip, strip, yeah, these dudes are doing ratchet stuff right in front of our house. Yeah. And like, you know, so I, I, I uh, you know, while we're having a barbecue with like some of the sickest yeah. freaking cars and the whole shit. We come out to the front of cars to see this stuff. So I start recording all this. And then I'm just looking at it on my phone. And I'm like, what are these people getting out of this? Yeah. Like, like, what is the, the gratification yeah. of seeing cars do burnouts and, and, and these shitty cars? And just like, like, you know, well, I mean, for lack of a better word, shitty cars. Um, yeah. But, yeah. but, you know, they're just like, like just acting up for no reason. Mm-hmm. They had they, this, this sort of mob mentality. Yeah, started, it's, like, it's, it's, an, it's. It's narcissistic mob mentality. But everyone's got their phone out and everyone wants to get that video that's going to give them those likes. Yes, 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 yes. And that's sort of like the the society that we live in right now, right? right? But, you know, these cops are out there busting their ass all weekend. Mm -hmm. And these people have like a lack of regard for the people that live there and the cops. They just want to like, you know... You know, flex and mm-hmm. do all this crazy shit and have fun, quote unquote, yeah. at the expense of all these other people. Mm-hmm. And then what ends up happening is we're people, paying the price for it. Yeah, because right? they associate us yeah. with them. It's yes. perpetuating stereotypes, yeah, man. Right. Yeah. So, so the interesting going back to culture, it's a very interesting thing because not only do we reproduce culture, but we also have agency in changing culture. Right. Right. right? So it's very dialectic. It's 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 both. Uh, reproducing and also changing. So in this case, the, you have these guys kind of reproducing that sort of same stereotype uh, while we're trying to sort of change that, you know? Um, yeah. It's always, always a hard situation. Yeah. You know, okay, so I, I, like I said, I, I've been acquainted with people out here for a long time. I followed the, the, the U.S. scene. Mm-hmm. So I heard about this event years ago, mm-hmm. uh, a, a little bit around the time when it was still a euro-ish mm-hmm. kind of deal. Yeah. And then I watched it turn into, you know, uh, the, the videos and pictures of people getting pulled over yeah. for solely their stance mm-hmm. or their camber. Right. And then uh, next thing you know, what, last year, the police officer hitting somebody. Mm-hmm. And then this year, people Dude, running over each other. We saw people get tased. Yes. We saw the, the pepper spray. Yeah. Dude, I saw... This is the crazy shit. I, another crazy shit I've ever seen. So after this ratchet shit started happening... Like, I saw, like, a, a, a motorcade of police cars yes. coming down Baltimore. Oh, that was bananas. Yeah, yeah. Doing, like, 40, like, this is three lanes across, right? And, like, 40 cop cars just, like, pushing everybody out. It was, oh. like, military style, yeah. like, curfew shit. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I fucking, I was like, yo. Felt it. 
this is crazy shit, man. Like, yeah. this is like, and like part, they're shutting down the city right. out here. It's like that show of force and that, like, ultra militarization. Like, yeah, like, keep it up force. and we'll fucking tear gas the whole That's city. Yeah. 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 And then they started pulling up on people because people were standing on the sidewalk. Yeah. And they were like, get off of the sidewalk, get back on your property. And they were like, like, grouping up on people and pushing out. I got all this stuff on video. It was just crazy. Yeah. So I'm like putting all this stuff up and then I put on Instagram like, yo, y'all need to calm down. Seriously. <laughs> like, you know, you like cars, you like to have a good time, but calm down. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to get out of this? Yeah, you go, go look at this video on your phone then delete it two days later and be like, oh, that's it. Go, go eat some crabs. Calm down. Go play mini golf. We're at the beach out here yeah. for fuck's sake. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Just, just relax. And then two days later, I, I posted up the whole sort of like sequence of things that occurred as well. And it's just like, you know, guys, you know, you, I know you want to have fun, but from from the perspective of Prime, <laughs> respect yourself, yeah. respect the police, respect the locals, yeah. and just chill, enjoy yeah. yourself. Yeah. And the thing is, H two O. Right, it's my first time there. We were there from Friday to Sunday. Sunday yeah. When I got there, I was hyped. Yeah. Friday and Saturday, yo, I thought it was the sickest shit ever. Yeah. And, like, I heard about all these, like, burnouts and whatnot, but we were on the strip, all these sick-ass cars driving around, we know them. Yeah. And I was having the time of my life. I was like, what the hell, what are people talking about? Yeah. Yeah. This is amazing. Then you found out. And then? And then I go outside. The ratchetry starts. And then it was funny because I was, like, using this 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 kind of ratchet theme on the Instagram, so I was (laughs) calling it, like, Ratchet Con, Ratchet the Gathering, you know. (laughs) The, the Ratchet World yeah. Championship yeah. Nationals and all this stuff. <laughs> just to kind of like give it a little bit more of a sarcastic tone, yeah. but also to sort of acknowledge that mm-hmm. this is ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. Like these guys did burnouts, bus passed, people are banging on the bus, bus goes away, there's a fight suddenly that happens in front of me. These guys are beating this dude up, then they run away, cop comes, yeah. arrests the guy that was getting beat up. Yeah. <laughs> then I turn around, I see this fucking motorcade, but in front of the motorcade is a fucking. Fast and Furious replica Eclipse, <laughs> Eclipse. the green one, the Paul Walker <laughs> shit, and yeah, I'm just yeah. like, what is going on? It's a fucking acid trip right now. Yeah. Like, what the hell's yeah. going on here? Yeah. So, so that's that's like a, a, a H2O in a nutshell, mm-hmm. you know. But then there's like there's there's you you know people only record seem only to record like this ratchet shit. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of dope ass shit happening there. Yeah. Too. Sure. Right. You know right. what I mean? Like, sure. But I mean the calm, simple, classy behavior. Is it's not it's not gonna get yeah, the attention. It's, it's not right? gonna go viral. It's not gonna know? go viral, yeah, you know. Yeah. But you know, I think I think that's that's sort of like just a reality of of culture yeah, yeah. in general. Okay, so let's put it down to one question: Are you guys gonna go back to H two O? I I'm not. I I won't be going. Prov back. Prov is not going back. Edwin I am not going back. I'm not gonna say. Ne- I'm never gonna say never. But I'll go back to Ocean the- City. Yeah, and Ocean City for sure. The same weekend as no. H2O. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Um, because that, that initial feeling, you know, because mm-hmm. there's a lot of guys that are local that go there all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, you know, like, like Anthony, for example. Yeah. Kozil, yeah. Sebastian. All these guys that are like, you know, these, these are like, you know, for lack of a better word, they kind of became sort of like figureheads in their oh, own Oh, yeah. Way. Oh, yeah. You know, and super humble, super mm-hmm. chill dudes. Dude, Kozil, man. Yeah, dude, Sebastian. And look guy. at how yeah. young Sebastian yeah. is. He's killing it, dude. Yeah. I mean, and some of these guys have been going there for, for years, you know, and and they keep going back, you know. So, yeah. so uh, there's something special there. Yes. You know what I mean? 
So, and I saw that, like, that day, the mm-hmm. Friday that we got The good there, side of it, right? And that Saturday morning, like, like we had a meet, you know. And yeah, we, yeah, and yeah. our friends from Japan, these guys, these two guys. Yeah, right. I saw your guys' post they about the up, meet, yeah. And we had a meet, and they were having a good time or whatever. And then we just all, like, as a squad, went to the Can I Be mm-hmm. meet. Yeah. And then on the way there, you know, on the other side of the strip, we saw, like, Sebastian and all these other mm-hmm. guys. And that feeling yeah. is really cool it's yeah. like yeah shit, like he's right there yeah, yeah, yeah. Blah, blah, you know yeah. like everyone that you always like see at a car show or at a meet yeah. everyone's there yeah and they're all driving and it's like it's so dope you know yeah. like like it's such a a, a feeling of like camaraderie and, and, yeah and community yeah, man yeah, really right and like literally everyone who was there had the same passion right yeah we stayed at um we, we stayed with a tough club in like the tough house yeah and we had, <laughs> we had a barbecue tough right house. we had a great barbecue Good time. Couple of people rolled through. Okay, yeah. that was such a so amazing dope. time. So you know? But I hate to say it, like when we went out cruising that night. Oh yeah, a couple of other friends came by. Nas with his like Active Red Thirty Four oh, from Pride Motorsports. So good. Spooned out S Two Thousand Anthracite Supra. We we were just cruising. U S U S Anthracite. U S Spec Six Speed Six Speed Targa. Targa. Right. <laughs> and we we're just we we're having blitz. Uh, but we were techno. having a great time. Oh. But at every light, they're like, "Do something! Do something!" Meanwhile, there's a cop right right around the corner. I'm like, "Are you trying to instigate and get these people yeah. in trouble?" What do you mean, do something? Like do, do something. Like, like two burn step out or, or burn out yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. How about you just wait for the light to turn green? How yeah, about I mean, that? Right, I mean, all these all these guys are older, right? Yeah, and so they didn't do anything. They're like, fuck off. Like, yeah. Uh, no, 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 <laughs> oh, you're no. talking about people on the street or yeah, like, hey, yeah. do something. Oh, yeah, I see, yeah, I see, yeah, I see. Yeah, yeah. Do something. And they're like, uh, nah, they all got I'm good. Their phones out. Yeah, and right. then, you know, Nas is in, in, in the LS, yeah, and he's yeah. like yelling at these dudes. He's like, what you talking about? You don't see these 10,000 cops out here? Talk about, let me see you do something. What's wrong with you? Right, right. And these yeah, guys are like, funny. whoa, I didn't mean to say it like that. It's like, man, get out of here. That's funny, man. You? That's it funny. Was, it was like hilarious in the car, but it's like, you look at these guys that were asking everyone to do the something. The kids. That's the first time anyone ever clapped yeah. back and yeah, said, yeah. are you fucking crazy? Yeah. Look, look at how dumb you sound right now, bro. <laughs> Like, yeah. I'm going to do something for your Instagram story yeah. and then get my car impounded. Like, yeah. Get out of here. Look, man, it's funny that you say that, right? Because, so, you know, I host the Eibach meet. Yeah. Nice. It just happened, yeah, right, yeah, in yeah. Jersey. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was a gentleman there who had come from Ocean City. Nice. Oh, so he man. did H2O oh. before he came to the Eibach uh, Ocean City to, to Eibach. Yeah. yeah. No, no, he did not because <laughs> I cut that shit off. The Eibach meet does not roll like that. Yeah, it's very yeah. simple and classy sure. and where, where small. Where and, and he didn't act like Imagine. that. He didn't act like that. But what I'm saying is he was telling – I was asking him about it. He was telling me the stories. And uh, he was just like, it was the greatest experience of my life. That's what he said. And yeah. I was like, yo, tell me. And he's describing very similar stories. Yeah. And he was like – he was genuinely like boiling over with Dude. enthusiasm. He was mm-hmm. like – I will do that every year for the rest of my life. Yeah, Off the same description yeah. where you just said, yeah. where's the intelligence and maturity? Yeah. His, his conclusion was, that's the greatest experience of my life. And I don't necessarily like to do the age thing. Right. But I think it's more than just a coincidence yeah. that his age indicates that particular right, type of right, conclusion. Right, right. And our age right. and other people's age is like... I'm probably never going to be anywhere near that place. It was cool once, but I'll watch that online. Right. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, how does age tie in? I mean, because chronological maturity and age, they don't necessarily come hand in hand. 
But what do you think it is about a younger person that loves the, the debauchery and the, the tire smoke and the two-stepping and the sirens? I mean, let, let's what be, is that? Let, let's be real here, right? Like 10, 15 years ago, we, we, I think we, we kind of did the same stuff also, right? Yeah. We didn't really think about consequences. Okay. When I think about my car, I didn't think, oh, that could possibly be a down payment on my apartment. Fair enough. Or like, right? Fair enough. So that's just something, maybe, you know, like that's... A, that's it's just, just a simple matter of phasing of their, right, where they are right, in life. Sure. Okay. Right. So I think in, a, in many ways, like that, that sort of mindset, that thought, that not thinking of consequences sort of rolls through. You're with your friends, you get hyped. You lose that, oh... I need to be on my best behavior because I represent like these other people. I'm not trying to get a ticket. I'm not trying to get impounded. Maybe that mindset, that thought doesn't really, doesn't really happen. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I think youth is, you know, somebody gave us a great Instagram uh, response to the stories that we were posting. Yeah. 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 Shout out to that guy. Shout out to to him. He said, and this is a a quote. Yeah. He said, youth is wasted on the young. Yeah, and you know it's 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 very profound uh, because it's a it's a quote that a young person might hear and say, "Yo, fuck you, man!" You know what you're talking about. And then like a an older person or a more mature person would totally realize that, like, yeah, I had all that time and all I did was fuck around, you know. Um, so so it's it's something that is just it's it's sort of like part of life and part of your upbringing you know it's like I, I'm pretty sure eventually yeah a large population of those ratchet kids are gonna be like nah I ain't doing that shit sure you know what sure I mean? so it's a phase mm-hmm. it's just something to grow from a, or a learn phase from is part of it but it's also like who you surround yourself with sure you know? like there's plenty of young people in the, the community in New York that we're trying to like you know put together you mm-hmm. know that that are are you know for 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 no other reason if it's age, they should be doing that shit too. But yeah. they're not doing that. Yeah, they're they're actually you know pretty mature about it, and they seek knowledge and and they work hard for their mm-hmm. for their builds and, and things of that nature. So so I definitely think it's definitely uh, uh, it depends on the upbringing and mm-hmm. and and the sort of like culture that mm-hmm. you you know sort of grow up on. Yeah, you know it, I mean? it could also be a sense of privilege, right? Like yeah. I mean, not to bring not to be like you know socially conscious here, but it could be privilege right these these kids who come from well-off homes maybe yeah right uh, they don't see cops as people who are gonna like put them in jail or hurt them they're supposed to be protecting them right yeah so you know in some ways they could be hey i've gotten away with this before i've right. gotten away with this in my hometown right i can do this here yeah. you know yeah um so i mean i don't know what it is like it could be mindset it could be how they they perceive themselves how they see the, the police, the authority, yeah, um, how they want to be be seen in front of their peers, yeah, you know. And the funny thing is, is as much as I agree with everything mm-hmm. you just said, I, I think there are some y- younger youth mm-hmm. uh, youths that would say, uh, "Yeah, man, it's all that," and other ones would be like, "Man, you guys overanalyze the shit out of it. We're just right. having fun, right? Yeah, sure, yeah. right? And, and we like, were all there, too. Right. yeah, right. yeah." Like, but you know. but you know what, man? Look, like you guys said, phasing. Age, maturity, experience, it's all of that is the tiers and levels and, and blocks that make up the community. Yeah, and by, by creating and, and working towards creating an environment of education and acceptance, mm-hmm. it can help bridge that. Yeah. Because there's a very big disconnect, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and the younger generation, I think, um, uh, feels ostracized mm-hmm. by the older um, uh, you know, groups of people who... Uh, end up coming across finger waggy, 
mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't be doing Don't that. Do that. Yeah, you're, you, you know, kids. and they just end up feeling like they're being preached at, right, yeah. right. and the kids are like, "Fuck you." Yeah, right, 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 right. And even if you have something good, they've now written written you off. Right, right. You know, right. so I think it's great that you guys are working on. There's so many ways. There's not one way, mm-hmm. and everyone can. You know, if everyone's working together, uh, I feel like. You know, one becomes two, and two becomes ten, and ten becomes a hundred. For sure. And you mm-hmm. just go from there, like with anything, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's great, you know, I, whether, uh, whether it be quality photography, mm-hmm. um, you know, content on your guys' IG, individual and collective, mm-hmm. things like that is a great way, you know? Because yeah. I think photography is a way that bridges a lot of gaps. Yeah, Somebody who doesn't know anything is going to look like, uh, this photo is fire. Right, right. Who, let me see this watermark. Mm-hmm. What's that? Click on it. Who's right, tagged right. in it? So I think that's cool. So on that note, um, individually, where can the listeners find you guys? So Ed, how can they find you? Where can they find uh, you? I mean, I have my personal account, which yeah. is yo underscore ito on Instagram. And when I'm not posting there, I'm posting up on the primeyc.co mm-hmm. account on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Prof. Um, personal account would be Pravzilla, P-R-A-V-Z-I-L-L-A. Yeah. And you can always find Prime articles. On our website, right? NYC.co. We did a (laughs) couple of. uh, No, I dig it. Guest (laughs) articles. Like, we did. um, uh, We actually uh, published a few articles on Speedhunters recently. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, so if you want to check those yeah. out as well, yeah, that's can... a talk about a mega automotive blog. Yeah, I was like floored when. Yeah, man, you know what, dude? See, that. there you go. I think it's amazing. I feel like I could sit with you guys for hours. For sure, you know. Absolutely. And um, <laughs> you know, like I said, you know, being able to be here in, I mean, we are in the iconic New York Times building. <laughs> yeah, I'm right. in the New York Times with you guys in the heart of the city, and why? You know, I ex- <laughs> I'm here as an enthusiast. Mm-hmm. As a, um, as, a, as a fan amongst all things else, the culture. Mm-hmm. So to see people who love the culture as much as I do, who want to bring people together, it's really an yeah. honor to have, you know, you, you guys of this type of like-mindedness, you know? Yeah, um, and, uh, and I think that we, we, can, we can reach a lot of people together. Absolutely. Definitely, you know? Definitely, so, yeah. uh, you know, uh, I feel like part two and three... <laughs> you know, I, I intend to. I'm down, man. Let's I go. look. I intend to come back out here to to the east yeah. and, and be with you guys. Always welcome. The culture, the community, um, as often as I can. Seven you know, twenty twenty. Hey, let's go. Don't <laughs> fucking play with me. <laughs> don't play. Um, it's definitely something that uh, that event looks epic. Yeah. And uh, I'm I'm down. You know, yeah, yeah. but um, you know, uh, New York, different boroughs, mm-hmm. but all one culture. Yeah, you know, sure. west to east, east to west. We get to sit here together. You know, uh, the community conversations branch of the podcast is all about having a conversation with members of the community and learning not just about you guys, Mm -hmm. but learning from you guys. We all can teach each other something. Mm -hmm. Any age group, in any direction, people just have to be Mm open-minded. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's what it's about. So you Mm -hmm. guys have shared a wealth of stories and knowledge and years of, of, of growth. Right. And uh, I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for being here. Uh, For those of you listening on um, on uh, channels in which you can't comment, such as like maybe Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, I'll tag on on Instagram. There'll be a post specifically. I will tag them individually and Prime specifically. Uh, YouTube, same thing. It'll all be in the caption, the website. You guys can see their uh, photojournalism content, etc. So thank you guys for listening. Think bigger podcast. YouTube, thank you very much. Thanks so see much. See you guys in the street. Hey, yeah. Prime NYC, oh, yeah. man. Yay. Yeah. <laughs>